not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here this day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you are doing. I ask you to bless this day that I may go forth and speak that which you would have me to say, encourage that one that discouraged, and God bless the one that seeking salvation, let them know that if they call upon you, you will hear and answer prayer. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. God have allowed us to see a brand new calendar year. Yes, this is a brand new calendar year. Now, we all know that the the um, year start later on in a bill according to Deuteronomy and according to Exodus, the 20th chapter, God told them, and we usually, at that time, you usually celebrate it for what we call uh, Easter, what you all call Easter. I call the Passover. When the Passover comes, that is the beginning of the year. But we here in America, we go according to our uh, Roman calendar uh, that this is 2020. We thank God. I tell you what, I never would have thought that I would see 22. I remember our little fellas sitting on the side of the bank, and we was uh, speaking about uh, what we'll do when it get 19, I mean, 2000. We just thought that... It would be airplanes. I mean, everything would be kind of like <clears throat> what we called the Jetson on television at that time. We wouldn't even have to walk, just get on the ride and sidewalk and so on and so on. And in the midst of it, I lived to see 2000 and 
Really, yes, we have advanced because it wasn't no such thing as cell phone. Matter of fact, the house phone was a party line. Um, you had to wait for somebody to get off the phone in order to use the phone. So we have uh, advanced in uh, knowledge, but seem like we're getting away from God because the people at that time, they loved God a lot more. Uh, maybe it was because I was a young kid and I saw people that dedicated themselves to the Lord. And and I don't know, now it seems that we have came to the grips that we believe that God is on our level, and we feel that we are more like God, but in essence, we're living more like the enemy. The the I see small churches saying that, well, we small because we teach the truth and people don't want the truth. And so and for that reason, they'll find themselves uh, staying small. But the truth of the matter is they just won't go forth in witness and tell others about the love of Christ and what Christ can do and how can he change their lives and so on and so on so that that church could grow. Or uh, the bigger church may feel that as long as we keep it on a uh, program, that we will be able to uh, inherit uh, the things of God. So we limited God, and don't we don't need anyone to come and change the program. We got 15 minutes for this, and we got 15 minutes for that, and uh, give us a 15 or 20-minute message, and uh, then we want you out. And sad to say that we'll feel that, okay, now we're being blessed because we are doing this, and the people say, well, I went to church today. I uh, I felt the Spirit of God, and but our lifestyle have not produced a righteous lifestyle uh, that we are getting more than what we was getting when we was called and chosen by God. When we was called to be, we didn't have the things that we have, and we sought God. And I believe that that's where we're losing out today because we get, we have so many things, so many things are, it's an advantage, it's a blessing to pick up the phone and call somebody in another state, in a, even in another country. Uh, it's a blessing to be able to go and, and, and prepare, um, get a meal that's already prepared. When I remember that they, we had to do just vice versa. So all those things are, is a blessing in, in one sense, but it have made a cursing in our walk with him. With, with Christ, it became a, uh, 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 something that will, uh, cause us not to be, not to do all those things. I remember when we used to fast and pray. And our heart was in it. 
And that's what I believe that we are missing today. We don't give time to him. We are not uh, having him, even though I say I love God, but it's kind of like the people that say, well, you notice everybody had these so-called what we call today is New Year's resolution. And so in our New Year's resolution, we will say, I'm going to believe God uh, to do this, to lose weight. And and I'm going to believe God to exercise more. I remember I used to not here in Carolina, but in Georgia, I had a membership in the Y. And about this time, oh, it's packed up there. Well, it used to be. I don't know how it is now, but uh, the first two or three months, you have to almost wait to get on equipment. Why? Because they everybody want to exercise and lose weight and do this and do that. But nobody really want to sacrifice. They don't really want to sacrifice to die. You know, God has given us believers and, and I'm trying to come to the, to the scripture, but God have given us a plan. And our plan is to eat according to the word of God. And I know you, you can get out of anything you want to do nowadays. People have got not so knowledge in the scripture. I mean, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that. And if I don't want to do this, I'm going to find a scripture to validate why I don't want to do it. Uh, I've heard people say, well, the Bible says anything I bless, uh, it is I can eat it. So we go on and we eat this stuff, and we say, I'm trying to lose weight, but we're wondering how come we are not losing weight? How come we are not uh, uh, feeling better from high blood pressure, from diabetes, and and all, and I try to tell people, this is not salvation, so I'm not going to try to stay on this long. I try to tell people, if you eat according to Leviticus, the 11th chapter, and I promise you, and don't eat a whole lot, meaning that you don't sit at the table till your stomach hurt, or you, oh, I can't have another bite or nothing, but if you take small portions, I don't care how big you are. If you want to lose weight, I promise you it will lose. If you want to gain weight, uh, not just get bigger. I know some people kind of like I was when I was little. I weighed about 100 when I was uh, in school. I weighed right after school. I weighed about 110 pounds, and I wanted to gain weight. And they come up with weight on pills and and, of course, I wasn't living by the scriptures then. I didn't know what the scriptures said. But anyway, I was taking weight on pills and eating this and eating that, and wasn't nothing happening. And all of a sudden, when I decided that, hey, I, I'm not going to do it, I'm not even worried about it, then all of a sudden things changed. Why? Because you got older, brother, where? Yeah, part of it. But the other part is because of the fact that I was dedicated to just eating properly. Believers, the Bible says this, uh, that uh, faith without works is dead, and works without faith is dead. I'm coming to that, but 
I remember Jesus said here, I want to read this verse, and I'm not going to uh, go too far because it was saying, uh, but there, uh, rather seek the kingdom of God. You know, we can put emphasis on this, we can put emphasis on that, but how much do we seek the kingdom of God? Do we seek God's will, God's way in us, in my life, in your life, and, and that we can go forth and to say without a shadow of a doubt that we know that it's the will I'm doing, the will of God. Oh, regardless of the fellowship you're in, regardless of how much, see, I, I've been there, believers. I've been there because I was going in a particular congregation. I thought we got the truth, and ain't nobody else got the truth. And because of that, I found myself just uh, uh, glorying in the church building and not in Christ. I really wasn't in Christ. I was saying I was. I was going in a form of Christ. But the truth of the matter is so many people are doing that today. Yes, we may not can go. We may not all go to churches like we used to now that the pandemic have came and and people don't. Uh, they give them an excuse. Really, not the fellowship, but of course they do it online and and however podcasts and different things. But let me say this: in doing this, where is your heart really in? Where is the time that you spend reading the Word of God? No, 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 no. Not reading the get scripture to prove your doctrine. No, but asking God to speak through you that you can be that better person, that you can be that man or woman in God that he would have you to be, that you can be that vessel. See, so many other people, I can always find something wrong with you and something wrong with her, but what about me? I, I'm saying, well, you know, God understands. He knows my heart. Yes, he does know your heart. He knows how I feel, how I do this and how I do that. All that sounds good, believers. Yes, it sounds good, but the truth of the matter is, it is not the will and the plan of God. If it's the will and the plan of God, we should see fruit some way. Somebody's life should be blessed. And how is it that the Bible, Jesus said himself in uh, uh, Matthew's, I'm sorry, in Luke, the 12th chapter, and around the 34th verse, it says this, for where your treasures is, there will your heart be also. You know what? If my heart, if, if, if my treasure is this, getting a new car, that's going to be my heart. You ever notice that when you get a new car, you get so excited, you want to clean it up every time something, you man, you hate for it to rain or whatever. You know, you want... Uh, you want to clean it, keep it clean, don't want to eat in it, don't want to do this. But then after you done had it for a while, same car, but you done got used to it. And that same car, 
you'll wind up. Uh, okay, I ain't got time to clean it up today because it might rain uh, next week or whatever, whatever. Now, your heart was in there at first, but all of a sudden your heart leaves out of the car. Now you're looking at getting another car because you feel that, hey, I've seen another car. That's what I really, really want. But the truth of the matter is your heart is not in the one you got. So, therefore, people find themselves doing uh, things contrary. But let's go back to spiritual. You know what? Uh, while I'm talking, let me turn over here to the uh, book of James. You know, so many times uh, we, we neglect what I'm saying. I'm not trying to tell nobody. I just want you to take inventory. Since this is the first of the calendar year, take inventory of your life to find out where is your heart really at. If your heart is at the church building or your heart is at Christ, if your heart is in the pleasures or if your heart is in this or that, just just run that. The Bible says this. Uh, in James the uh, second chapter, and it and it follows as this says, "What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say that he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him alone?" Now, let's break that down to plain simple things. Now. If you say, I'm going back to the uh, the diet, uh, the losing uh, weight, because that's what you hear folks saying early part, and then we'll deal with the uh, spiritual thing. You say, I want to lose weight, but you're still eating the same stuff that you gained weight on the first time. You gain the weight, but you're saying, oh, no, 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 no. Look like harder I work. The, uh, I can't get rid of this. I, I used to get rid of it. But you, it never dawned on you that you got faith. That's why you went to work. But you wasn't willing to take the whole deal. You, you want to eat all the junk food. You want to do this. You want to eat all the stuff that got. Uh, carrot, uh, carol, cal- calories, and it will cause you to gain weight when you really seeking to lose. So guess what? That's how it is, spiritual believers. How many times that you feel that you want to get in contact with the Lord, that you want to be in the position to say, I can really uh, uh, want to feel the presence of God. When I got someone sick in my family, when I'm going through with a relationship, when I'm going through with, with, with my body, I want to be able to cry out to God and he can deliver me and bless me. Not just hoping, not just doing things that we hope to get an answer. No, ma'am. No, sir. It's not like that. If we want an answer, we got to have a relationship. You see, the Bible told you that Jesus 
is the word of God manifested in flesh. Now get this. If I want to communicate with someone, uh, with you, I got to speak the word. I got to speak words so you can understand because you, even if I was doing hand signs and you couldn't hear me or you couldn't see me, it is not profiting nothing. So it is when an individual that believe in God, you got to have the word. You got to have the word to communicate and then the word will produce faith. See, faith, the Bible says, what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So you got to hope, believers. You got to believe that something's going to take place, regardless of how the situation looking, regardless of what somebody thinks, feel, or believe. You're saying, I hoping, I got this faith in that this going to change. And when you do it in a way to see that your faith, your faith, your hope, your belief will transform this into the, what you believe. It's kind of like the person say, I want a job, but I want to lay in the bed. I don't want to get no job. I'm qualified. Somebody ought to call me. Somebody needs somebody like me. Uh, to work in their place, in their plant, in their uh, company, but the person never goes and put in an application, never goes to make uh, uh, themselves available, uh, do a resume. Look, I got this qualification. I got that qualification. This is why I'm putting in this job. I believe that I will enhance your place of business, whatever it may be. If it's driving, I, I believe that I will be able to uh, get the the product to the place. Why? Because of my uh, uh, experience and because of what I believe. So here's what I'm saying, believers. The Bible says, uh, what does it profit? So a man say faith. If I say I got faith, but I'm not doing anything about it. I'm not reading the word. I'm not praying. See, some of us need a a time to go and communicate with the Lord. As you was trying to get a mate, uh, young ladies or young man, if you're trying to get a mate, and you just not going to have time to talk to them, not going to have time to communicate with them. They're going to say, hold up, if he don't have time for me, why should I uh, try to be a part of his life? Because he or she is too busy. What? You mean to tell me that I, I got all the qualification that you need, but you don't have time for me? No, ma'am. No, sir. It don't work. So if the man said that he got faith and ain't, um, he got all this uh, works and can't have faith, it's a problem. Say, if a, Listen, if I'm thinking that I'm having faith in this uh, situation and losing weight, 
I keep going back to that because, see, that's what a lot of people don't want to do. We don't. See, it was a time we had to work, physical work, and you worked all in a calories. You weren't sitting behind a desk. You wasn't taking it easy. You had a job that would cause you to to do strenuous exercise. And then when you eat and you drunk water and it, you wasn't able to get that way unnecessary. And I'm not just against somebody. I'm just saying these are the things that we do for New Year's resolution, as we call them, uh, New Year's commitment, as you might say. But I'm saying today we've got to get that out of our mind and our heart to start erasing and try to be a better individual for the Lord, not for the church, not for somebody else in your family, but make yourself a commitment that I'm going to do more than what I do. Think about it. Some of you all don't even read your Bible every day. Think about it now. Some of you only pray when you get ready to eat or when you get ready to go to bed or when you get ready to get up. Basically, that's your prayer time. You don't have another prayer time. You don't have a time set aside. Just you and the Lord can communicate that you will be able to hear the Lord and the Lord can speak to you. You always going to him, telling him what you need, what you want what you got to have. And in essence, we are losing out, believers. That's faith, but we are not putting forth the words. How can I know the will of God except I find out what the will of God is? And the only way I can do that is what? Allow him to speak to me through his word. See, because everybody get all kind of saying. And what happens is them saying, them thoughts, them ideas come in your fleshly mind, and you don't know what the Word of God is saying, then we got a problem. I'm going to have to go on break uh, for a minute, be back in a couple of minutes, and I promise you we're going to get a little deeper in this. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God for you. I'm not here today. I wish that we were, but I tell you what, after you hear the conclusion of the matter, 
and you have a question, uh, something about something you heard, feel free to call me at 404-293-7557. And if no one answers the phone, you leave your name and number. I promise you I'll get back with you if the Lord say the same within a 24-hour period, and we could deal with the issue. I don't have all the answers, but I have the answers that the Lord have put in my heart and spirit according to the Word of God. Amen. And we were talking about basically what's, how your, where your heart is at, that's where your faith. You want to know how your faith is? Look at around you. Look at what's going on around you. Look at what you are doing. That tells everything. Just like the person that says they always, and I'm going, and I'm not bashing people that's overweight now, please. I want you to understand I'm not doing that. I'm making a point. Those of you that try to say that you need to lose weight, you say that you make this New Year's uh, uh, commitment. But you won't change your diet. You begin to eat everything. And, and believers, the Bible let us know certain things is he cursed, the unclean and the clean. And if you read, and I don't heard people take it out of context, preachers especially, take um, the book of Acts, uh, the first uh, ninth or tenth chapter, I believe, when they were speaking about that Peter was uh, talking about God told him, rise, kill, and eat. And Peter said, no, ain't nothing I ever came to my lips are unclean. But uh, please, look at that again. And if you'll see that what he said, and it's, yeah, it's the 10th chapter. I want to make sure I don't want to deceive anyone. Uh, the 10th chapter, you read that. Don't stop reading that. Only thing God was doing was using a situation, a parable, if you will, to let him know that you can't call Gentiles uh, no longer uh, not clean or uh, whatever. Just read it. Don't take Brother Webb's word for it. So, see, a lot of things we do, we're doing it out of tradition or out of religion. And so Peter had to be trained just like us. He would say, the Lord told me not never to go in a, a Gentile house because they are unclean. But guess what? When God spoke to him about the animals and made it plain, and God said, what I call common and, and, and unclean, you can't do it. In other words, I call everything a buzzard is clean within itself. It has a duty to eat dead cockroaches off the earth. So his his job, so what he eating, you'll frown up, oh my God. But guess what? His system was digested for that. The same as a catfish in the ocean or in the sea or in the rivers or in the lake. That catfish was designed to eat the and stuff, and we'll say, if we saw what the catfish was eating, we'll say, oh, God, I can't, I, I can't believe that. But the truth of the matter is, God 
call it unclean for us to eat. But I know, I know, and I'm not getting into a, a teaching thing that somebody can say, well, brother, well, I can prove to you, and why are you proving to me your health is going down? Why are you proving it to me you are not living that lifestyle that God has designed you to live? When you get your truck, your car, your automobile, and it says put in premium gas, you don't run and put in no regular gas, even though it might be better or cheaper. You say, nope, it does. my car doesn't require that. So I'm going to put what it requires. If it says premium or unleaded plus or whatever, that's what you do. So is your body. God has blessed you to put certain things in there. Now, you might um, put some regular gas and uh, if they ain't got none, and that just to get you to get to another service station, you did a temporary thing, but guess what? You know, ain't going to put enough in there to hurt it. You're going to put just enough to get you to another gas station so you can get the proper fuel to go in your car. Listen, believers, if we say, now listen what the Bible says, okay? It's the same thing, Acts 2nd chapter. Uh, yeah, uh, 17 verse. Even so, faith, it, if, has not worked, it is dead being alone. You got it? Your faith is dead being alone if it doesn't have the work. So what you mean by the work, brother? Where? What is the work? The work is for you to learn God's will, God's way. And the only way that you can learn the will and the plan of God is you need to study it. I don't know about the highway. Uh, that's why they don't give you a driver license until you pass the written test. And they want to make sure that you know that the speed signs mean don't speed. Don't uh, uh, yield. I mean, yield to the other car. And red means stop. And yellow, flashing yellow means caution. And all that you need to learn. That why? Because you're going to drive. So as it is with the Lord, you are going to walk in His faith. You are going to be His child. And if you're going to be a child of the Almighty God, you want to be a light to those that's walking in darkness. You want them to look at you and see the the, the glory of God in you, through you, by you. Yes, this is what you want. You don't want to go in a form to say, oh, you crying the blues. It's sad that we got uh, uh relationship, we got more saints divorcing and remarrying than we do sinners. Why? We we have became just like Hollywood, just like the peoples we see in Hollywood. They, you see this man be with this lady this time. Well, next month you with somebody else and, and that's supposed to be fine. And then the next month they with somebody else. Why? Because we have no more commitment. 
Our heart is not in the Word of God. When we see what the Word of God is and saying, then and only then can we do what the the Lord have allowed you to do because he saved you. It, it wasn't nothing of you did that make yourself look better, make yourself be better than anybody else. It's the conviction of the Lord. Now, the conviction of the Lord would cause you, oh, brothers and sisters, the conviction of the Lord will cause you to want to know his will, his way. When you know his will, his way, then you'll find yourself doing things. You'll find yourself uh, 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 eliminating certain things out of your life. Why? Because of the fact that you know that God doesn't require things, And you're going to be a different vessel. You're going to be that vessel fit for the master's use. Oh, yes. Yes, you're going to do this. Why? Because you want to know. You're not read. The Bible says faith without uh, being alone, uh, without the word, is dead. Why is it that we want to put everything on the Lord? The Lord say this. The Lord say that. The Lord, but we never say what the word says. And then it says, even so, faith, if it has uh, not worked, then it is dead. Yea, a man, listen, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith. I have worked. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You know what? It's sad that we can't even uh, quote uh, a scripture that everybody else can't quote. I, I say it like this. We can't even quote nothing less than it's a common scripture. Uh, you know, the common scripture that uh, John 3, 16, uh, uh, 23rd Psalm, and we get a few more uh, common scriptures. But what about we walking, we are standing, we are working in the word of God, not according to James Ware. No, 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 no. You can't do it according to me. You need to have time. You need to spend time. You need to spend time. Guess what? People say, but by the way, I believe God. Well, you know what? Let me just read this next scripture. The scripture says, and James says, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devil believes and trembles. Guess what? So you, it, it's not nothing fantastic. See, the enemy don't want you to grow. The enemy don't want you to know the will and the plan of God. God have a will. He got a plan for you that nobody else can follow through. No, 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 no. Nobody else can do the plan and the will that God got for you. And see, if I spend more time seeking and asking about your will and your way, 
then I lose out on what God is saying to me. Because what God is saying to me is going to be different, but it's going to be according to the Word of God. It's not going to be according to what somebody else says or what they believe. See, as I told you when we first started, I said we can make the Bible say whatever we want it to say. You know, the person that can want to do this, they can say, well, you know, the Bible, because they want to drink, they say, the Bible say, take a little wine for the stomach's sake. So then the person that want to eat uh, whatever they want to eat, they can say, well, you know, the Bible says I bless it and it's sanctified through prayer. Okay, so guess what? you got your own ideas, but you hadn't read one scripture. Do you know that the Bible says there that no one scripture is given interpretation of itself? In the book of Peter, it says that. So guess what? If no scripture is given interpretation of itself, then you know what? I need to know uh, the will and the plan of God. Yes, God called you. Yes, God convicted you. Yes, he gave you that idea to do a will, a work for him. But guess what? The Bible says this, that once you come, then it's according to God's mercy, God's goodness, in order for you to stay. Because you know you know, my one of my favorite, how that everybody was planned, and they did good. Matter of fact, I'm going to turn to it right quick before, before my time run out. Uh, but they they were all saying, yeah, I got faith. I got faith. Oh, it sounds good when we say we got faith. And, and quit measuring ourselves by ourselves. Of course, that's what Corinthians teaches. If we measure ourselves by ourselves, we're always going to find somebody worse off than us. But in the 13th chapter of the book of Matthew, it talks about those people. See, we believe, I promise you I've heard it so much, we believe that once I come to Christ, I'm there and I can't get thrown out. I may agree somewhat towards what you're saying. But here's the thing. Are you really planted in him? That's the key. See, a whole lot of people's heart is really not in him. So you was in there, but you really wasn't in there. You know, it, it ain't like uh, somebody say you either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're not halfway pregnant. Okay, but because of the fact that that person didn't follow through on the faith, and studying the Word of God, then guess what? And praying and communicating and asking God to help them. Listen what the Bible says. He that hears this power, okay, and when one that hears, uh, I'm reading 13th chapter, I'm in the 19th verse. It says, when one hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catch away that which was sown, in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the wayside. See, a lot of people don't understand, and I understand that they receive the seed by the wayside. But now we finna do 
is get into the religious one, the one that was fellowshipping, the one that was in this fellowship, that fellowship, the one that says, I received the Lord, and I'm obeying God. I don't even go. Some of you said, I don't go to church on a Sunday. I go on the Sabbath, and I know I'm walking in truth. Then some of you will say, well, I don't try to keep the man's commandment. I keep what the Lord says. So I go on the Lord's day, and it becomes a back-and-forth thing. But this is who we talking to, those group of people. 20th verse, 1320, say, But he that receiveth the seed in stony place, and the same is he that heard the word, and among with joy received it. It didn't say you didn't get it. Oh, you got it. Yes, you was excited, you see? But 21st verse. But he has not, I'm sorry, yet has he not root in himself, but do it for a while. You did good for a while. But see, you didn't have that root. What root? To study. What root? To pray. What root? To seek God's will, God's way in your life. You were worrying about somebody else more than you were worrying about uh, what God says. You was uh, saying, twisting the scripture because you had a little scripture you can jump on board with and say, but, uh, okay, uh, listen, but yet has not root in himself, but uh, uh, but do it for a while. Be do it for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he was offended. Okay, guess what? You know what drove that person out there? Because they didn't want to obey the word. The word told them that holiness is the way. The word told them, separate yourself. Come out from among them. That's what the word told them. The word told them that it's not good for men to touch a woman, nevertheless, to avoid fornication. That's what the word said. But because of what the word said, say, forget that. I'm offended. I God understand my heart. He know I love him. So the Bible says, and among the joy, they they listen. And the Bible said they what? By and by was offended. They said. And wait, maybe you got to do that. I don't have to do this. I'm not going to fall in that. That ain't nothing but bondage. All right. But guess what? It was another group, too. The 22nd verse, he also that received the seed among the thorns is he uh, he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he become unfruitful. Do you know what Christ said he do with a tree that's come unfruitful, that is bare and not fruit? It is no good to do anything but to hew it down, cut it down, 
and cast into the fire. Now, that's what he said. That ain't what Brother West said. I don't have a right to say whether you're going this or going that. But guess what? I want you to look at what called that person. That person loved the God. He, he received it to see. He got happy when he received what we call salvation. That's why you never hear me telling people, come on, I, I come on the radio and tell people, all right, repeat after Brother Ware, uh, Lord, Lord, uh, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. If you, uh, I confess my sin and you say, listen, that doesn't tell us the word of God. I never can find anybody that did uh, what they call altar calls today. No, or uh, confess. You're saying you are saved because you did what they said. This thing has to be from your heart, believers. Salvation, you've got to be born from the heart, not to repeat after somebody. Repeating after somebody doesn't get you there. You, it has to be a heart birth. The Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak it. It's got to be in your heart for your mouth to say, okay, God, forgive me for my sin. You know, it was Elijah, I'm sorry, it was uh, Jacob and Esau. Esau didn't value the the, the uh, things of God as Jacob, even though Jacob, oh, I, I forgot who I said, Esau and Jacob, I, Hope that's what I said, but that's what I meant. Okay, Jacob, even though he was a deceiver, uh, he was born, that's what that name, but he valued the things of God. We have to value the things of God. If you get in the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, and we get caught up on what we can have, what God can do, Lord, I read that 34th Psalm. You said, if I delight myself in you, you'll give me the desires of my heart. And I want the desire. I want this car. I want this house. I want this money. I want these things. And you know what? And everybody can't receive those things. The Bible lets you know that sometimes, these things will pull you away because that's where your heart is at. That's where what you are doing to edify yourself, to make yourself feel like you are in the Lord because you got this. You see on people's car, I'm blessed of the Lord. Why? I got this car. Come in their house. My house is blessed of the Lord. But guess what? We are not going to do anything, pick up anybody to help them or carry them somewhere in the car that I say, God bless me. Can't nobody stay in the house but the very folks that I want to be in the house because I say, God bless me. But guess what? He really didn't bless me. The cares of this life. And nothing wrong with having. Don't, I don't want nobody to call me right in. Brother Ware, what's wrong with having this? Because you ain't got that off. I am. I, I, I want this. That's fine. I want to show people God has blessed me. That's fine. I'm not complaining about what you get. 
But what's the reason for you having this thing? What's in your heart about it? Are you just trying to show somebody something? But let's go on and finish this for my time. About to run out. He that received this season among the thorns is he that heard the word and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he become unfruitful. Now listen, but he that received the good ground is he that heard the word and understanding. They got to understand. They looked up scripture. They did the things that they need to do in order for God to bless them. They understood the word. They heard the word. And then they understood it. And then they bad, also bad fruit. They weren't talking about my church is the right church. And if you ain't a part of my church, then you lost. No, they're more concerned about how can I get somebody to seek out God's will, God's way in their life. I'm telling you, when we buy for a fruit, then that's where our heart is at. I'm telling you, too many of us have uh, taught religion and denomination and the word of God, done, uh, the cares of this world, done choke the word of God because we don't have love anymore. Very, very few people that sin that they have Christ have love. We pacify ourselves by feeding them twice a year, three times, four times a year on certain holidays. We pacify them by carrying a couple of sandwiches up under the bridge and talk to them about uh, they need to change their life, but you don't know what got them there. We, we pacify people by doing things. But the truth of the matter is to bear fruit is to know you in the will of God. And the only way you can know your heart is where it should be, that you seeking God in your heart, reading, praying, and allowing him to go forth, deliver, and bless. That's God have to do that, believers. Not a church denomination, not uh, one that feel and believe that they're doing it their way. No, ma'am, no, sir. It have to come from God. You need to study. You need to have time to pray and ask God, Lord, what is your will? Help me to walk in your will, not in my way. And God will bless. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. Ask you to deal with the person that heard the word today that they may go forth, Lord, and be the vessel that you have called them to be. God, that they may walk not according to their own understanding, but they go forth in your faith that you have given. Lord, you say I dealt to every man a measure of faith. That measure of faith will cause them to study and be obedient to that which you would have them to do. We thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Brothers and sisters, let me say this. I, 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 I don't want to be condemning anybody, but please just make a plan to spend some time with God every day. I don't care how you do it. You might walk around your house as a sister. I know that's what you do. Just go around and around her house, and that's the time 
that she get with God and only the Lord. I don't care what you do. You you need some precious time, just you and the Lord. And I promise you, God will begin to strengthen you, bless you, and raise you up. I want to hear from some of you. Telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit our website. Uh, uh, we would appreciate it. Uh, our website is Brother James Ware. The brother is spelled out. Brother James Ware at hotmail.com. Wait a minute. I'm giving you my email. I'm sorry. Brotherjamesware.org. Okay? That's brotherjamesware.org. I would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box. 232 Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box, 232 Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too